Ladies and gentlemen, hi, good morning, happy Monday. What's up, everybody? Wherever you all are in the world, whatever day it is, whatever time it is, we want to welcome you to the world's greatest action sports podcast. This is the Monday Mass with Chris Cote and... And I am Todd Richards, and I am new to technology, but I am willing to embrace it. I'm happy for you. I'm really happy for you. Shut up, boomers in tech. What? No, we just had someone, Spicer Photo said boomers in tech. <laughs> I'm not a boomer, okay? What are you? Gen X. Gen Xer. The fucking sickest generation. The third greatest generation. What was the other one? The greatest generation. World War II. They actually mm. did stuff. And they came back and they did more stuff. So did we. And then it just gets worse. We and did worse stuff too. And worse. What did you do? What did your generation do? Actually, our generation didn't do. What did your generation do? Woodstock 99. You guys created. set that up. Post-its. Post-its? No, those were around before your... Th that was greatest generation. So. You think so? Definitely. All right. Well, whatever. You suck. We created Lost. I like you lost. personally. The show Lost. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got an ad block to get to. This is February 12th, 2024. And oh, wait. I'm, we're blurry. Oh, my God. Just, just continue. Just keep talking. We are blurry in general. I want to tell you about uh, some of our presenting sponsors without these businesses, no, people. The we do the ad block. Oh, well, that's just the new way. You'll see. Ad block is broken up into two parts. So it's a big deal. It's better for me. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by Spy Optic. Spy Optic at Spy Optic on the gram. Todd, new on my face. Check it out. I got the oh, got RX some. Spy Optic Spy. Thank Let you. Let me check these yeah, out. Yeah, check those out. Oh, I should clean them. Don't Jesus try to take my look. Christ. I can see inside the molecules of the microphone. Is this really how you see? Yeah, I have a disability. Dude. Don't touch my eyes. <laughs> sensitive where is this is, i feel like wow well all i'm saying is they make great glasses and now i've got them right here on my face i just got to clean them it's been a long weekend i, I didn't clean my crap. glasses all weekend do you feel drunk yeah. a little bit at mammoth mountain mammoth mountain just got a we have a code, we have a code for spy that you forgot to tell Oh, yeah. If you want to look like me? If you would like to get some new spy glasses or, or goggles. goggles or any kind of accessories, they have great helmets, too. You can hit up uh, spy and at checkout. Monday Mass is the code, and you will get 20% off. Tight. Mammoth Mountain. They just got a massive dumping of snow. All the footage that's been coming in there is makes you have FOMO. So don't live in a FOMO world. Don't, don't go there. snowboard down a FOMO landscape. Snowboard down a powdery dreamland at Mammoth Mountain. I feel like the crowds are kind of mellowing. This is a good time of year to go snowboarding. Yeah, go like, before this weekend because it's President's Day weekend. And oh, then, wait, that's ski week, right? That's ski week. So get it in now. Yeah, go, go now. Go now. Or after. It'll be, there'll be plenty of people there. there. Uh, 1620 Workwear at 1620 USA. This is American-made gear, pants, jackets, all the awesome stuff for people out there who are doing real work. Remember, we're just doing half the ad block now, and we do half. I have half of it now. That's half of it? Yeah. Jeez. See, look. Here's Christ. the second half of the ad block right there. Oh, my God. I'll put one more back there. I'll put one more down there. What else we got? Hanson Surfboards at Hanson Surfboards. If you're local right now, there's a giant ski and snowboard sale happening, which is perfect timing because you're gonna we're going to have plenty of snow season left from here on out. So... If you're local, go to Hanson Surfboards now. Get your gear for the rest of the year and into next year. 
Not sure if you can get it online. Shop the sale, but you should try. Go in there and tell them the Monday Mass sent you. They'll give you a hug and a handshake. Beneath Apparel at BN3TH Apparel, the world's best underwear. And we got Machu Picchu Energy, Todd. Machu Picchu Energy. I wish but I had, we, had, we, we literally drank, drank it, it all. Alyssa, can you send us some more Machu Picchu? I That's tried. the problem with Machu Picchu being so yeah, good. You actually drink it. Yeah, we drink it and yeah. we use it's it. It's not just like stage props. There's no sugar, all caffeine. All caps. Get jacked. Get jacked. But it's that Machu caffeine that actually has <sighs> the antioxidants. It's actually better. I got a new shirt. Phil Collins? This, it, Phil Collins look like looks like Chris. Oh my god. Are the glasses over his eyes? No, but this is. <laughs> Does that look like me? Can you do the rest of the show? Get a little closer to the camera. I think you should do the rest of the show like that. Maybe I'll make a Phil Collins mask out of this shirt when it's done. Chris. Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. Uh, Justin from Bachan's is currently on a flight back from Vegas. His beloved San Francisco 49ers. Didn't do as well as he thought they were going to. Yeah, but the good news is at many a Super Bowl party around the planet, Japanese barbecue sauce was enjoyed. Bachan's being the number one barbecue sauce in the world uh, killed it at tailgates, at parties. Uh, I had a I had chicken with chicken wings at the party, and I finished them with a little bit of bachan's. Like you you cook them and then you toss them in the bachan's after. And then you add an additional bachan's dip, just a bonus dip mm -hmm. on the table. And then everybody, yeah. So bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce killed it. I like the honey flavor, the new honey flavor. Oh, the miso honey? Dude, that's what it should. Marketing. I think they're doing okay without our help. <laughs> right? It's the number one Japanese barbecue sauce in the world. It is. It's the best. It's the Wait. only one that matters. Bub's Naturals at Bub's Naturals. Hair, nails. You know, broken bones, be damned. Mm -hmm. You don't. You don't need to break anything. You used Bub's to. Natural. Look, you can throw away all those crystals and essential oils. This is the new. This is the yeah. new way to heal your bones. This 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 works. Bub's Naturals. I mean, fingernails are stronger than ever. Aren't you Look glad that we didn't grow up in a time? Look at this. When, like, say you fell out of a tree as a child, and your mom would just. You know, rub you would go to it. the freaking hospital. You rub dirt on it, but you wouldn't. Your mom wouldn't try to like put lavender oil on you to fix you. I'm so happy I didn't grow up in a time and place where my mom would try to lay me down on a bed of crystals to fix me. My mom would. I I, I remember one time I had a compound fracture of the femur. She's all put it back. She, put that back. She put me in the middle of the, a room, and there's cats in the room, <laughs> and they prayed. What? Yeah, they prayed. What are you talking about? And my bone did not heal right. <laughs> you serious? No, not at all. <laughs> uh, panic and coffee and tea at panic and coffee and tea. That's child abuse. I feel like that really no, happened that to you. This, that was the eighties. Yeah, but I feel like that. No, that, that was the eighties. I feel like it really happened, and you're just trying to take they it back. They prayed right upon now. me, and they rubbed the cats on my leg, and therefore my leg was healed. Compound fracture gone. Now I just rub a little bubs on my compound fractures. Mm -hmm. Boom. Healed up. Um, what else we got here? Uh, you know, we might as well just jump right into Let's it because go. a lot happened in the world of surfing. Talking surf news brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Todd, the Lexus Pipe Pro went off on finals day. Surfing 
is in a good place yes. with Katie Simmers. Well, we're not there yet. I am. Let me preview this. Okay. Just blowing your wad early. The wad. Our collective wad. A wad. A wad. The wad. It's never your wad. Perfect pipe and backdoor. And then we get the best quote. Probably one. I, I say this is one of the best quotes in the history of surfing. Mm-hmm. And Todd, since you're so excited about this, I am too. Why don't you give us the quote? And I quote, Katie Simmers, pipeline is for the fucking girls. That's right. The best post-win quote ever. And I would say the best female final pretty much ever. Yeah. I mean, just in terms of the, the raw talent, the skill, the fearlessness, Katie Simmers, Molly Picklum, they... They leveled up. Never, I not mean, just their surfing, women surfing in general. Never they underestimate Katie Simmers surfing, and never ever underestimate Katie Simmers post heat interviews. Yeah, don't miss her. Heat, they are some of but the best. Really, don't don't miss. Tune in her for the post heat interviews and watch the surfing before. Yeah, and she's just like I remember the first post heat interview I actually did with her at the U.S. Open, and I couldn't tell if she was comedically trolling me and the audience or not. She absolutely was. No, was she? <laughs> She's awesome. Did she get fined for dropping an f bomb? No, good. no. They, they, I mean, WSL repost. Everyone reposted. Okay, it. good. It was the most repostable moment uh, that wasn't a tube since in that since event. Bobby Martinez. Yeah, not but, wanting but, to be but, part of this bullshit. Guess what? Tennis tour that was negative, and this was positive. This was like I'm just this is a magical moment. I'm just stating the for obvious. surfing in general. It was good. Uh, what else? Oh, so Baron Mamiya and John John Florence go head to head, trading off insane barrels back and forth. Boom, boom. Baron gets the win. And I think you might have called that a yeah. little bit. No, I didn't say Baron Mamiya. I think we both said John John was going to get the win. Yeah. We got close enough. But Baron Mamiya, geez. No, no surprise, though, right? No surprise that he won that contest. I don't think anybody was surprised at all. It's great, too. But now Baron Mamiya is in yeah. the first place. Going into Sunset Beach, where he won last year or the year before or something. So Sunset Beach, the Hurley Pro Sunset Beach is up next. The window is open. Today was the first day of the waiting period, and it looks like it could be 20 to 30 feet on Thursday and Friday. Do you want to see Sunset Beach flexing for this next contest? Yeah, I do, because it's like, you know, Sunset... I'd like to see Sunset doing it's the thing where it makes it look like it's really gnarly because sometimes Sunset looks like it's not as gnarly yeah. for the viewer. Right. It looks kind of just like a big, mushy teepee, mm-hmm. but it ain't. Oh, yeah. That's a wave that will catch you. If you're slipping, it will catch you. It will drag you underwater for yeah, a really long time. Yeah, it will push you very deep, drag you for very long. It is not a friendly wave. There, I, I just remember, like, I knew when I was a kid trying to, like, competitively surf and do all that i knew that suns the first things i heard about sunset beach was there's a west peak that no matter where you are in the lineup you will get caught by if you're out there on a bigger day Mm -hmm. and that was the day i decided i'm never surfing sunset beach on a bigger day i got i got really humbled out there one day it was probably head head high maybe (laughs) and i was coming i was paddling in from back doors and i'm like oh just go over to sunset i have some friends that are over there and it's like was like maybe it was that day that we were out like, Look at your phone on the <laughs> what's that? Well, on oh the YouTube God. stream. So whatever, no one's watching the YouTube stream. They eventually don't. They, um, they eventually don't. But anyways, <laughs> I uh, like a waist high wave um, really caught me. Yeah, 
Yeah, it'll do that out there. Mm-hmm. Hawaii, North Shore, the whole deal. The place is gnarly. But this is going to be a fun contest to watch. I feel like, so I've been pretty involved with fantasy surfing again this year, and I suck. <laughs> My team sucks. I keep blowing it. I don't know what's going on. I think I know what's happening. If I'm there and I'm commentating, I know exactly what's going on. I know each surfer, their strengths and weaknesses. I know what they're capable of. When I'm sitting on my computer or my phone trying to pick a fantasy team, I just blow it. Mm-hmm. 26th place in the Lot Trolls League. 21st place in the Ents News Borders League. I'm sucking. Well, but I'm going to come back for more at Sunset Beach. But one name, one name that will not be on my team, that won't be on anybody's team. And this is actually pretty heavy. Kind of the elephante in the room. Felipe Toledo pulls out of the remainder of the 2024 WSL Championship Tour season, citing mental and physical health reasons. So a mental health break Mm -hmm. is kind of what was announced by Felipe. And do you think how much of it do you think of it had to do with the one way ticket to Brown Town last week? When he pulled out for stomach issues, uh, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's it probably all the same. Related, but you know, I'm glad that we're in a place where you know mental health is paramount, right? Mental health is critical to the health and wellness, mind, body, soul of humans. And the the difference is for Felipe Toledo. You know, he's given people reasons to doubt him. And, of course, with social media and message boards and, you know, faceless, nameless commenters that just go on. And other surfers and but you, people, let me, they, let me, they piled on him. Let me pose this question to you. Okay. Do you think that, like, someone like Felipe Toledo, yeah, who hails from the great country of Brazil, yeah. wouldn't get as much piling on if the entire country of Brazil didn't pile on to people like Griffin Colapinto when it wasn't his fault that he would like win. It's judges. Right. And then you have Brazil saying that we're going to kill you. Like, do you think maybe that is a catalyst for the shit that Felipe Toledo and maybe Gabriel Medina get from the other way? Like, I feel like there is a give and take here. Like, I feel like it's, well, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There's passion. There's passion. Oh, fuck the passion. No, At some point, listen, you're, you're just kind of being an asshole. Well, of course. I'm saying there's there's passion that makes people say and do stupid shit. No, especially I, I think passion is a Band-Aid word for people just being dickheads. Well, yeah, because well, it can be passion can be both, right? Good and bad. You can be you can be passionate and be like, yeah. Why can't people just be fashionate? Fashionate? What is that? I don't know. Explain. Just trying to d- disarm the situation. So uh, there's no arms out. I mean, my arms are out. But the, the, the thing here is it just – it he, he, he explained himself well, right? Yeah. And you can imagine the type of pressure that these elite athletes are. He's world champion. He already proved that. He's done it twice. He has the right – to pull out. Yeah. Um, other athletes have pulled out in other sports, tennis, whatever, soccer, all that. Um, but other, but people have the right to question it, right? People have the right to say, come on, dude. Like, I feel like in 2024, of course, we have a very keen understanding of mental health issues and what it can do for people. But there's also that old school ethos of like, 
rub some dirt on it, you know? You and I would never doubt a decision like that because I know that did not come easy. So I'm on Team Philippe on this. It's your life. You don't owe surfing. You don't owe fans. You don't owe us shit. You know who Take else should have pulled out? Who? My dad. <laughs> on that note, Felipe, we wish you the best. You know, he's a big fan of the show. I know he is. Uh, and we got your back. I do. I, I don't know if Todd does. I do. I just, do? Think, I just think people should be less... Um, Asshole-ish? Anonymous assholes. Like, if you, if you oh. have a statement to say... You're going to have to reinvent the entire internet. I know. It's dumb. But, like, I have a fantasy. Fantasy team? Yeah, fantasy team. Surf team? Uh, I think that's a better fantasy team, is if you have a fantasy team of people talking shit. I, you can count on who oh, will drop the first negative comment well, that's the, and how deep it will cut. That's the reason most of us play fantasy, is to get in a different, you know, chat, different chats with your fantasy leagues and mm -hmm. talk shit. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of talking shit, I was out in the water and I got a very interesting, interesting question by an anonymous questioner. Okay. And this is going to be tough. This is not going to be easy, Todd. And this is not something that I take lightly. It's not easy to talk about. F. Mary Kill. Oh, my God. Italo Felipe Gabriel Medina. F meaning sex. F. Mary Kill, Todd. Felipe Toledo. Gabriel Medina. Italo Ferreira. Mm. What do you got? Based on their... Net worth? Okay. Based, okay. based on their net Be worth. Here, though. Based on net worth. No, based on whatever. Okay. But I'm going to base this on net worth. Okay. Ba based on net worth, I'm for sure going to marry Gabriel Medina. Okay. Me too. Just for the record, I'm going to marry Gabriel. Felipe. Felipe Toledo has to die. <laughs> and then I'm... I, your fantasy? Yeah. Well, this is a scenario. <laughs> the scenario is wow, not good for anybody. Italo seems like he would be wild. He'd be wild. He'd be great. Like to date and hang out with? I mean, I'm not looking for a relationship. Well, that's... The, that's so you're married. We're both marrying Gabriel... And I think it's pretty obvious we're both going to F Italo. We'll go to a rave. We'll, do some, we'll just have a good time. But we're not getting serious. And unfortunately, oh, yeah, that's a tough one. This is the – I don't like those because I'm happily married, you know? I don't want to get into a relationship do you think with that, a, do you think a Brazilian that, professional surfer. Well, it's just, it's just I'm not conjecture. Down, I, I don't want to murder it's anybody. It's just a fantasy. The only thing I'm murdering... It's a fantasy question. Is it toilet these days? Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. I thought we could get through one show without one... Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We are the all-potty talk all the time. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Competitive surfing news rolls on. QS 1000 went down. The City Cabaret Pro in the Dominican Republic. And one of my favorite rising stars in surfing, Wheeler Hasberg, wins the event. He takes out Tara Watanabe... Two great surfers right there. Wheeler Hasberg is a sweetheart. This guy is humble, happy, kind, ripping surfer. This is probably one of the most stylish QS 1000 finals you're going to see of the entire year. I mean, you know how good Taro Watanabe is. Wheeler, I mean, he's right there. Got the win. So congrats to Wheeler and Taro. Y'all rip. Uh, in two weeks... I will be in Puerto Rico for the ISA World Surfing Games. It's February 22nd to March 3rd. Dude, I was looking at the forecast. You guys might get... Oh, it's going to be pumping. It might be crazy when you're there. Yeah, it's going to be pumping. Um, 
12. So it's at La, La Marginal, Puerto Rico. Where's that? Where's it's in Puerto Rico. No, but do you know where? Is it like near Rincon? Like, where is it? I don't really yeah. know. I don't know. I didn't do my research yet. I know the waves are great wherever we're going. Okay. And this is going to be really cool. 12 surfers, the final remaining Olympic slots will be decided. 12 surfers will qualify. Uh, all the heavy hitters. I mean, we got John John, Ethan Ewing, Jack Robinson, Molly Picklam, Katie Simmers, uh, Felipe Toledo is going to potentially be there, Medina, Iago, Leo, France, Germany, Greece, Senegal, Sweden, Latvia, Peru, Japan. Aaron Brooks, Team Canada, will have a last chance to qualify for the Olympics. Aaron Brooks, Tahiti, put them together. You get magic. Would love to see her in the Olympics at Chiahopo. So that's going to be a really fun event. I love announcing those events. Yeah. It's really fun. And would you think you would get a little surf time? Uh, it is like announcing boot camp. <laughs> There's You're dawn to dusk every day for seven days. So surfing is – I don't even know if I'm bringing a board. Okay. First of all, bringing a board is – Be careful of the urchins. Pain in the ass. careful of the urchins. I'm sure with probably what – there's going to be like 450 surfers there, 450 coaches – Another 350 parents, mm -hmm. friends, and family, and staff. Somebody will have a board I can borrow. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, ISASurf.org. Todd, I know there's been some serious heavy news on this podcast, and that trend is continuing. Serious problem happening on the beaches of Australia right now. Um, there's a movement happening. It's called Free the Peach and there was a peacefully protest. Wait, there's a peaceful protest happening in the in the past uh, couple of days because a local businessman, Ian Grace, shame. Wait, what's free the peach? I'm telling you, okay. Ian Grace, a local businessman, says in a letter to the mayor, thongs make people uncomfortable, <laughs> even in beach towns. They risk sexualizing young women. And it even makes some grown-ups, like him, uncomfortable. So this guy, Ian Grace, is proposing a ban on thong bikinis of the beaches in Australia, which I find... Free the peach. I find, I find it downright offensive. I kind of feel like sometimes the people that protest this kind of stuff are real creepy. Dude, this guy... What's he look like? Ian Grace... Yeah. Has to be a a, a a a really strange, super creepy type of guy. It 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 makes me as an adult feel uncomfortable. And you know, a string bikini. You know, creepy dude. I know. I know. Chris, I know all kind of creepy. <clears throat> so last week we had incredible, incredible. We support the free the peach movement. By the way, last incredible. week we had incredible amounts of rain here in Southern California. Okay. Yeah. There was a lot of urban surfing going on. Right. Did you see the urban surfing? There was urban surfing that was happening up in Ventura. There was urban surfing yeah. happening. There was snowboarders jumping off that we'll get to that in snowboard news or urban news. I don't even know where that falls. Urban snowboarding news? I just, I'm wondering though, did you start the whole urban surf movement when you dropped the bodyboard edit down the hill here by Moonlight Beach? I'm not going to take all the credit. Because I believe there was urban surfing through the streets on rain, on rainy days, but I will say, I called it urban boogie sliding. What happens when you get a little bit of water in your mouth? 
Like, are you actively conscious of that? Uh, do you run home and like gargle with I don't know what you would go uh, like hydrogen peroxide? Like, Tequila. what do you do? No, you, I don't know. You Doesn't bother you? You just don't be. A it just looks like just a. Just don't be a wimp. I'm sorry. The world is a different place now, and there's like hepatitis stew everywhere you go. Well, usually it rain, when it rains enough for urban, and this is different. This is like on the streets. This is not overflowing river, storm drain, or any of those. Why, types why do of you urban suddenly surfing? think there's any kind of a difference? Because the footage that I've seen, what I'm doing as an urban surfer is going down a hill on the top sheet of water. Mm-hmm. And that's hardcore. What I've seen is people holding on to ropes and stuff and kind of doing a stationary wave, mm. which is great. Mm-hmm. Or paddling down the LA River. That which is, is not, not good. healthy no. per se. No. But what I'm saying is there's been so much water coming off the streets already by the time this pla- the, the spots are rideable that it's pretty clean water. It's fresh rainwater. So I'll check in with did you. Did I start urban surfing? I don't know. Was I a pioneer of urban surfing? Yes. Am I getting paid from the urban surfing community? No. I think we should check back. Do I want to be? In yeah. Three months with the urban surfing that just went down. Yeah, urban just surfing community. Up. Let's uh, let's 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 get in contact. You know, let's 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 work together here because we want this to be a real sport in the Olympics. <laughs> In 2029 or whatever the next one is. Keep going. What else we got? Okay, so this is a pretty cool story. The Office. The show. The, the show. TV show. The Office saves Love a it. life. Okay, so during a re- recent surf session in Huntington Beach, a bunch of friends were joking about the waves and the surf and blah, blah, blah. They're all hanging out. And all of a sudden, a guy named Chris Wessels turns and says to his friends, I feel like I'm going to faint. He slumps over in a surfboard. His heart stopped Whoa. in the water. His heart stopped. His friends, Jeffrey Weber and Shayla Bauer, paddle him into the sand. Other people called 911. This is where things get pretty amazing. Weber, Jeffrey Weber, put his hands onto Wessel's chest and pressed down. And the reason he just popped into his head was because he had just recently watched an episode of The Office where during a CPR class, actor Steve Carell pressed down on a dummy to the song Staying Alive as a way I remember to, that. You to remember time that episode? the compressions. Staying alive, staying alive, ha, 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 staying alive. I they do. saved their friend's life. Wow, that's pretty sick. So The Office saved a life. And thank you to Jeffrey Weber and Shayla Bauer for saving Chris Wessel's life. That's a, I love stories like that. I, don't, I mean, I don't love that he had a heart attack in the water, but I love that. The Office, and the, that's just a great story. Mm-hmm. Um, Viore, Viore, a company out of Encinitas, sponsor of Taylor Knox and Rob Machado, had a Men's Super Men's yoga Bowl. pants. That'll never work. Right? I'm not going to invest in that. What, sounds, do you, what do you want me to get rich? Sounds ridiculous. You want me to change? No, we're, 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 we're friends with a lot of people that had a, start, uh, had a big hand in starting Viore, and it's just so rad to see this company like completely blow up. They had a Super Bowl halftime ad. And there was yoga and running and stuff, but then you saw Rob Machado, Taylor yep. Knox. Wow! It's just it just feels good to see surfing on display like that. We'll get to the Super Bowl in nerd news. Um, quote: I hated every second of it. I think it was the worst board I ever tried. Kalohi Andino's stab in the dark is great. Did so, I mention this last episode? Kind of, but like it's that great. that quote's fantastic. I love stab in the dark. I absolutely love stab yeah. in the dark. I think it's awesome. Um, 
But did we don't know whose board he was talking about yet, do we? Yeah, he was talking about. What if it was Biolis's board? No, it was like a. I want It was like a Channel Islands or Xanadu or something. It was a popular board brand, and that's you know that's the one thing. It's like different boards are going to work for different surfers. So so Kolohe and Dino's worst board could be someone else's best board. You know, it's like John John Florence on a Pizel. That's going to be his best board. John John Florence on a Sharp Eye, a Channel Islands. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Might not be great. You know, so I feel like yes. It's a great series, Kolohe's right, but it's just really fun to watch, and I like that <coughs> he, he like speaks out like that. If I was doing Stab in the Dark, it's great. <laughs> this one's awesome. This one's so fun. I don't think it would work for you. This one's great. I don't think that the, the concept is made for no, you. No, no. Um, so, yeah, anything else in surf news? No, I think we're good, and it's time for the mid-show ad block. Oh I'll gosh. take this, Brand Chris. Brand new. Brand new. New Greens at New Greens is... All about giving you the nutritional value of a salad, but in the convenience of liquid form. New greens. It's like drinking a salad. You probably need it because you all have scurvy if you're paying attention to this show. Yeah. At Pedal Electric. At Pedal.Electric. Springtime is coming. Spring break. What better way to celebrate spring break is by going for a ride with your special someone. I love it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Pedal Electric. Electric. Yeah. E-bikes for the masses. It's... You know, it's my, my son's uh, e-bike, which is not a pedal electric, broke down again. And so he's on my pedal electric for the week. And you just see, I see him like driving away thinking he's really cool because he's on dad's sick-ass pedal electric. You're disrupting electric my flow. You asked me a question no, I didn't. mid-ad block. I was more, I gave you eyes. You asked me a I question gave you eyes. with your eyes. Vessel shipping. Vesselshipping.com. If you have your shipping needs, they can be met by Vessel Shipping. They help us ship everything. And it's great. And it's nice to have a shipping partner because God knows we are terrible and we want to exert the minimum effort. If you'd like to exert the minimum effort with your shipping needs, Vessel.com. Mint Tours. At Mint Tours. We had the best damn time. I keep going on their Instagram looking at the at Mint Tours uh, Japan scenario right now. Every week it just gets better and better and better. Mint Tours, sign us up for next year. And if you are thinking about going to Japan next year, please do. And please begin the process of signing up right now. Ooh, we, and we, we, we might have something special for our people. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, y'all might get the chance of a lifetime. Y'all might get the chance of a lifetime. You You can room with Chris in the single room. Uh, Diecutstickers.com at diecutstickers.com. If I have a roommate, there's still well, if I have one roommate, there's still I why still you, need two beds. Why don't you explain to people why what what the second bed in your room is what called? What were you just about to talk about? No, you were gonna you were just gonna talk about what you referred to the second bed in your in your bedroom. What is it called? A workbench. <laughs> Self, self, self care, <laughs> self care workbench. That's not what you called it when For we were over there. Stretching. Diecutstickers.com. Do you have some stickers that you want made? Do you have any ideas? Do you have any crazy stuff? You want stickers to put on your friend's car so that they're getting made fun of by everyone else on the road, but they don't even know there's a sticker on their car? Hit up at diecutstickers.com. Spell the whole thing out, and that is their Instagram handle. Okay, Skate News is brought to you by Bubs Naturals. Now, right. in Skate adjacent slash snowboard crossover news i'm gonna give you and everyone else that's watching the live right now a chance to chime in on this what do you all think about the snowboarder bomb dropping in last week on the encinitas sign what's his name 
We should give this homie credit because regardless of what you think about it, this is pretty gnarly to do. I think it's really gnarly. A lot of people are hating on it because, you know, Sheckler tail drop, it's completely two different things. And also... Imagine hating on this. Also, the homie that dropped in, was he was just like screwing around. His name's Blake. Yeah. Blake what? Blake was just screwing around. Like, why, like, why do you hate on it? Do you hate on it because you feel like... They hate us because they ain't us. But, like, I, I get it. Like, snowboarding has been copying skateboarding <laughs> since the absolute beginning. All right? Like, that is the whole thing. Like, the rail contest, everything, the heavy metal, the whole thing is based on a skate comp. Okay. Right? But when you're just, like, doing it for fun and you're not, like, trying to, like, you know, it's just, like, you're just doing it. Well, yeah, and it's 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 the fact that it was just, like, a rad instagram post <laughs> this is actually a great this is great you have an official hater narhes says if you throw if you truck some snow in that makes it legit i think that makes it double legit that you're straight up avoiding the whole snow process together <laughs> it was raining and it just was liquid yeah there's just liquid snow i think that what's discounted here is that blake who did the drop made it look so easy anybody who hates on this thing it is easier. Okay, I will. There. I will one hundred percent say it's it's easier on a snowboard. Yeah, but can you imagine you if if he if anything happened at the top? Oh yeah, you're. There's jacked. no running out. No, your feet are locked in there. That slam would be twice as bad as any slam Sheckler took or anybody who stepped to that. If yeah. you're slamming, you can't on that, run out of it. You're you're done. And I mean, I, look, another question here from uh, art. I don't hate on it, but I wonder why it's gotten so much attention. Dry landing is pretty gnarly. Well, I mean, it's it's gnarly. just it's just urban. It's like urban snowboarding where it doesn't belong. Like it doesn't snow in Encinitas. Like Eric Linus had a Morrow ad. Yeah, but not enough. But Eric Linus did a Morrow ad way back in the day where he slid this rail that accesses Moonlight Beach here in Encinitas, and it was I a full that. it was a full novelty. It was just a novelty, and I think it was it, it's cool. And also, it wasn't serious. Like we weren't like seriously saying that. Like this is it. This, this is, is the this real is deal. the fucking pinnacle in urban riding. Right. It was just like funny. Yeah. And the the dude Blake that dropped didn't make any claims. He just did it. Yeah. Posted it. Celebrate it. A lot of there's so, a lot of, you know what? Don't hate. There's a lot of like insecurity out yeah, there. I think. But like you know, Checkler still holds the uh, still holds the crown on that one. Uh well, that was although although news. Zane Timpson did do it switch, no Zane Timpson did it. I thought he did it switch. He did it. No Brandon Turner did it switch. Zane Brandon Timpson Turner. did it in the most vertical section. Zane Timpson arguably did it in a gnarlier part of the okay. hill. Uh, what else you get for skate news? I have all their I have other skate adjacent news, skate snow crossover news. Okay. Uh, our good friend Madar's apps. Yeah. He just threw up a snowboard edit. Okay. And it's rad. Like, Madars is like, he's a really freaking good snowboarder. Right? He's really good. He's just, he's, just he's got guy. really good style. He's funny. Um, he's tall. I just think it's cool. I love it when, I love it when people cross over like that. Me too. And you can kind of, especially when skaters cross over to snowboarding and you get to see, like, um, you know, you think about like Rick McCrank is an incredibly good snowboarder. John um, Cardiel. Cards, obviously. Nathan Fletcher. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like when when they cross over and they actually don't look like it's a novelty, right? I think that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So props props to Madars for throwing that up, and I think it was really cool. That's good skate adjacent mm -hmm. news. Uh, there's a couple videos out there that you should watch. 
One of them's called Out There. This is a Thrasher Magazine series called Out There. Riley Hawk has a new one. It's great. It starts off with him talking about jujitsu, and then there's like a rad tour of his hometown, some old school footage of him and the homies. This is a great series, and it's just it's just a fun show to watch. Also, a uh, new video, APB Kapakahi, is out of Hawaii, and it is sick. These are just... Is it all in Hawaii? Uh, most of it's in Hawaii. There's Sick. just like cutty spots in Hawaii. Malachi Montez and the Montez crew, and also Lucas Dude, Miller. Lucas. Yeah. And check it out. So there is a crossover. So these are Opus slip ons right here. So I'm skating in right now. And Opus sponsors some of the guys in that video, and they're great shoes. Did I'll you tell like you some? what. Do you like some? The scene. Some? I have some. The scene that's um, that's in Hawaii, especially that crew um, featuring the likes of Lucas Miller, is so like different the way they approach things, oh, and yeah. they're all so gnarly. Lucas is so gnarly, and I think back in the day when I would go over to Chris Chris Miller's house and Lucas and Zach would be skating in the backyard, they would skate this quarter pipe that was so shitty. <laughs> it was beyond phenomenally shitty. It was like catastrophically like shitty. And Zach would like skate it kind of, but Lucas, like it was the best skate spot Lucas had ever skated. And the shit that he would do on this quarter pipe that just wanted to kill you was incredible. So it's no, it's no wonder to me that this is like, Lucas has found his calling in Hawaii. I bet he barely wears shoes. It just sounds like that's, yeah. Lucas has found his home. It's underrated how hard it is to skate in Hawaii because the spots are, you know, it's like you think of New York City and East Coast, like, rough ground everything's kind of everything's kind of like always like wet it's always kind of wet it's very there's like you know slimy it's slimy it's there's it's rocky and it's rough most of like because hawaii is a different type of rough than the east coast it's like sunburnt or something yeah it's weird yeah so it's a great video to watch um check it out please yeah please do uh so there are skate contests happening around the world there was the belco bowl jam in uh Australia, and we of just, course, we Tom need to, Shar yeah, We wins. just need to refer to this as the Tom Shar demo of uh, yes. Australia, because all the footage that's been coming out of there of Tom has been so ridiculous, bonkers. The kid, is, I mean, he's how he, is he getting better and better? He's your favorite tranny skater's favorite tranny skater. Parks, Vert, Everything. Mega, whatever. He's so good. Yeah. So it's just you know, anytime you see Tom Shar's name in the news, look at it. Which news? Get stoked. The, the news. The news. Uh, well, this is far off, but Todd and I are pretty excited about it. We already hopefully have a deal where this backdrop is going to be decorated by Santa Cruz Godzilla Skateboards. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where is this we? I reached I out to them before you did. No. Yes, I did. I have a text right okay, here. I, am I have a text on my phone saying... Predating yes. mine? Predating mine to the group text. Yeah. Okay, our good friend Andrew... Cannon is the TM at Santa Cruz. Marketing director. I am a Godzilla fan from way back. Before Look, we you have were, Godzilla Before stuff you here. were born. We have Godzilla stuff. I feel like here. I'm a bigger Godzilla fan than you are. There's a Godzilla okay. pop-up book up there that I got in Japan. This is like old OG Japan okay, stuff. Okay, Todd, this, you're the I'm bigger Godzilla you. fan. Like, Look, I'm, I'm working on a I'm deal. I'm just trying to prove it to those at Santa Cruz that maybe need to okay the, the budget to send them. Look. No, I've got a Godzilla pop-up book for crying out loud. Look, it's approved, it's happening, but it's not happening till November. I'm just, I'm reading <laughs> you this. You know too. what that means, right? What do you mean? It's not happening until November? Yeah, November. 
Oh, that's might, when the collab comes out. I might not even be into Godzilla by then. Yeah, Godzilla's been around for 70 years. I think you'll still be into it. And also, in other Santa Cruz news, there's a documentary coming out, The Art and Life and Story of Jim Phillips. This premiered February 10th at the Santa Barbara Film Festival. And this is a person that a lot of us know as the man behind the hand. Mm-hmm. Has definitely made, created some of the most... Straight, it sounds under... Straight up iconic skate it sound, imagery. Yeah, it's saying, like, under, saying iconic doesn't even... like. Yeah touch the like surface craig stesic and and jimbo phillips are like the ones that like basically they drew yeah. they drew my youth and an interesting man too and it'll be it'll be cool to see this documentary uh it was made by john macon so hopefully when this thing is uh going to be coming out into the public maybe we can talk to um john macon's about this documentary It'd be really cool. You got any more skate news i don't let's move on to snowboard news snowboard news is brought to you by mammoth mountain as we know Mammoth Mountain is currently a powdery dreamland. Get there now. Uh, I mean, go on President's Day if you want to like enjoy that festival party atmosphere. It's going to be sick regardless, but uh, it's just Mammoth is holding, and it's you dumping. should get there. Just check out their Instagram. That's all you need to do. Yeah. So, Chris, as we, I've got a bunch of snowboard news. Todd, today. you were at Red Bull's Heavy Metal. Red, Red Bull's Heavy you Metal. Just got back. Um, in St. Paul, Minnesota, was incredible. So Straight up the, incredible. The visual, because I watched it, the visuals that I saw were so cool. This is in front of the state capitol. Yes, and I feel like they left uh, left a big uh, opportunity hanging out there. Uh, they should have just called it Red Bulls Storming the Capitol. Oh, at any rate, um, it was an awesome. Hashtag. It was an awesome contest, and let me just give you a little background on this. So Red Bull's been Red Bull has done like crashed ice, yeah. for a bunch of years mm-hmm. in St. Paul. Um, the local government is very uh, excited about the opportunities that Red Bull brings to them. They should be so much so that the mayor came out and did get off my lawn. <laughs> no, he like the, quite the opposite. He rolled out the red carpet. He did a proclamation that that. Uh, Saturday was Red Bull Heavy Metal Day in St. Paul. That's so cool. He hung out. He f- was watching the actual action go down, and it was so cool. So there's three zones at the Capitol building. Five thousand people came out, and it was brick. It was brickdiculous outside. It was so freaking bricky lake out that like my boys were freezing up, even though I had snowboard pants on and long underwear. It was so cold. I li- I loved hearing a quote from the Todd Richards saying. That and I could hear in your voice you're actually getting emotional. You said sometimes it feels like snowboarding is going to a bad place, but events like this yeah. make me feel hopeful and happy about where snowboarding well, it's is. Just, it's and just, I, you got emotional about that, and I want to know why. And I don't think I, I don't. I wouldn't say I got. A, I mean, oh, were you just you know, really cold? I, there was uh, there was a lot of emotion behind it. My right. voice was absolutely. My voice my voice is still kind of shredded from that because right. Chris uh, Chris Grenier and I. I thought you were gonna cry. Uh, we're screaming all day long. Uh, we just saw some of the most insane riding go down. Our boy, Joey Fava. Dude, my Fava. Actually, both the Favas. The Favai, as, as we would call them. Pat and Joey Favai absolutely dismantled the whole. And it was just, there was just so many people that were killing it. And it was like, you would scream, and then someone would drop in and do something equally as yeah. insane. You'd scream again. But at the end of the day, you know, it's like, we, we moved over into the main section that was zones two and three, which were the rails. The first zone was a gap jump 
into over this like into bush, foam bushes. Pit. No, it was just in, like basically polished marble. And when we moved over, to, when we moved over to um, zone two and three, which were the rails, you got to see how big the crowd actually was. And oh, that's cool. When the finals went down, there was five thousand people screaming. Everyone knew what was going on. Everyone was hyped. And that's the thing that really got me is because. You know, we, we talk a lot about funny stuff on the podcast about like Prada snowboards and Montclair with the binding backwards and what's good and influencers and all this other bullshit about snowboarding. But and it makes me kind of bummed. I'm like, OK, well, snowboarding's just taking a shit because it's just like it lost. It's lost its backbone that I grew up on and, and so many so many other people love and we want to protect. And then you go to an event like Red Bull Heavy Metal and it is straight up fandom and there's a difference between being a fan and watching on TV and being a fan and going outside yeah. and watching it when it's 26 degrees outside and windy and not just wind like you get anywhere else but like Midwest wind Yeah, and it was killer and everyone threw down and the fans were screaming and it was just it was very interactive it was very visceral you're up close with the riders and it was just it was so cool and that just makes me I mean hats off to Red Bull they yeah. put on an incredible event um, they do it right all the time. They do it right. And Every it's time. Just, it was just so cool to see that. I love it. And uh, Joey, that, uh, you are my father. And that just, like, to me also, that, like, there needs to be more um, urban... Cool events. Urban cool events that are in a city. Now, whether that whether that means uh, an urban big air, which, which I think they can pull off. They just need to find the right natural terrain to do mm -hmm. it because mm -hmm. we saw them do it at Red Bull Heavy Metal on a very smaller scale. But they could, like, think about, I mean, obviously, this is crazy. Okay. And this is going to cost a lot of money. Okay. But an urban pipe. I'm saying, like, you find some place where it has snowed a lot already. New England is about to get a nor'easter. I don't know how much snow they're supposed to get. You take all that snow, you farm it onto one street that has a decent pitch, you pack it all in there, and you cut it with a pipe dragon. Can you imagine an urban pipe event? Yeah, do it in, like, a freaking soccer stadium there's Dude, gotta be downtown somebody out downtown there downtown boston that needs like a ten thousand dollar write-off there's so many people i mean Wait, look ten thousand you mean a hundred thousand i mean ten million dollar oh, ten million ten million dollar write-off look viore is airing super bowl commercials like come on there's other brands that are successful montclair montclair you want to you want to show up for snowboarding instead of putting You'll a binding at like a that. 90 degree <laughs> angle yeah i'll let montclair in. okay they, montclair they, you're they back. throw 10 million at doing an urban pipe event in say boston or say downtown well boston like somewhere cold it's got to be cold it's got to be brick ass cold okay what so is this new so you're using the word brick a lot and this is I'm a trying new to, way i'm to, trying to blend in with the kids i know this is a new term for cold it's actually not it's actually if you grew up on the east coast what does it mean? It means it's, it's cold as a brick. brick. It's hard as a brick outside. Well, bricks cold all the time? Ice cold. Brick, Bricks are. Brick-ass ice. Okay. Can I use it? No, because you've never been cold. It's cold like bricks out here. Yep. It's a bricky brick. type of weather thing happening, huh? Brick James. You know, I get caught on words, and I use them for a little while, and then I let them go. You know? That's how it it's is. like me with tight. It's catch and release with tight. So, so that was awesome. Uh, Red Bull Heavy Metal was great. Can't wait for the next one. We got a lot of events coming up, Chris. Oh shit! There is a lot of events yes, coming up. We've yes. got do um, tour. Do tour is coming, and after that, we've got uh, Jill Perkins has an event that's happening um, at Woodward and Park City. Yeah, and then we also have the Natural Selection, which is happening right on top of 
uh, do tour. The duels just went down. I talked to Austin Sweeten yesterday okay. about how it was because I was kind of apprehensive about the duels being in Colorado because we the past couple years they've done them in Jackson Hole and different places. I was like, Colorado, snow kind of is punchy. And by punchy, I mean like it has a nice upper layer, but that there's like a mid layer of crust that when you're jumping off big stuff, you can punch through and it's it's not good for landing in. This year or always? All kind of always. Okay. It's like traditionally the snow in Colorado gets a little punchy and it's a little avalanchey too. But I talked to Austin who had his duel with Red Gerard in the backcountry in and around Telluride, and he said it was some of the best terrain slash best snow that he's ridden in in a long time. Really? And then they also told me that the duels that went down on Crested Butte was insane too. I so it was Crested Butt. Crusty butt. They call it crusty butt. So I can't wait for the duels to start. There's so many more snowboarding events happening. Plus, we have Homesick coming up in, in March and the Legends of Tahoe event that's going on in uh, at Donner Ski Ranch and then Peace Park. There's so much happening still in this season. There's a lot of snowboard presence, and I think that's amazing. Is there going to be a party at um, the Donner Ski Ranch? Uh, you know what is really fun, Chris, is to when you go out to eat, say at a restaurant, and they ask you a party name, and you say Donner, uh-huh. and then Donner party of five, Donner, I and know. you and your four other friends will laugh because there's a bunch of people that went out to dinner, right? And, and then you walk up to the you walk up to other. the thing, go, I am starving. When do you, so? Obviously, it's been a long time. We can make we can make Donner party jokes, but how long before between that happening and and the jokes started? You think back then? What do you mean? Like a year? Oh, you mean like after everyone ate each other? Yeah. Like how long did they wait? How long did people wait before they started telling jokes about Donner party? I think back then. I mean, I think people were a lot less concerned about these all- social <laughs> dynamics of things. It's probably literally right then. Yeah. Okay. Todd, I've got news for you. Okay, we got. And this some... is does not. This is nothing to do with celebrity. This is this is just good, clean, natural, organic snow news. A Utah man used his snowboard to fight off a mountain lion that attacked him outside Beaver Mountain Ski Resort on February fourth. This is new news, topical. He used a nitro snowboard to beat off a mountain lion. <sighs> Teed you up for that one. Charlie Duffy noticed fresh paw prints in the snow while hiking outside Beaver Mountain. The paw prints put him on edge and made him aware of his surroundings. And a little bit later, Duffy looked up and saw a mountain lion that looked ready to pounce. He swung his snowboard at the animal, knocking it to the ground. Now, we don't like animal abuse here, of course, but if you're getting attacked by a mountain lion, you got to save yourself. The mountain lion ran off and was totally fine. Duffy was fine. Everybody was fine. And now he has a sick story to tell his grandchildren. About the time that he beat off a mountain lion. You know, your grandpa beat off a mountain lion on Beaver Mountain. (laughs) Your grandfather's known around these parts for beating off a mountain lion on Beaver Mountain back in the 2020s. (laughs) When a man was a man. And he got full credit for beating off a mountain lion. All right, right, stop. It's, It's just so bad. You started it. Um, hey, in, we don't want to talk about. We're this. not going to talk about this next one. I, I refuse to talk about that. Okay, that's fine. Um, so hey, check people this out. out there like, what is? It? I know people are out there are like, what is it? It's but about a group of people no, that just, ate each other in the snow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Andy's mints. 
based on the Andes. Oh, we got props here. So we have some product props. This right here, um, this is, goes along with my my boot. Wow, I know everyone is wondering, what's up everyone. with my boots? People can't sleep. They're dying to know, Todd. They're it's potential. There's potential for boot insomnia. I know there's a lot of people that care about this, Chris. Don't, a lot of don't. people. So this is the K2 Taro Tamai. Okay. And I've been talking about this boot. Now, Chris, let me tell you why I really like this boot. Okay. And this is the boot that With I... With a boa. You're usually a lace boas. guy. I, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of these boas, but I will okay. I will deal. You know, I'll deal with them okay. to get... Because what I love about this boot is... Look at this right here. Okay, so there's a big difference. This is the outer... This is the inner. See how this inner is contoured right here, Chris? It's like asymmetric. It's asymmetric to let your leg lie down a little bit. You, smart. You also have um, some high-tech features in this boot that flexes like a low-end boot. There's an internal harness for your ankle that you can take in or out. The boot has overall softness that I really like. The tongue uh, is e like the tongue pressure is evenly dispersed. <laughs> Over your, you know about over tongue the, pressure. Over the top of your foot, and I think the reason that the tongue pressure is evenly dispersed is because of this intuition Can liner. I touch it? This intuition liner wraps, and it doesn't have like a, a central tongue to it. These are great. I'm just people were it wondering what cool. I was riding, and the and these are these are my new faves right now. Is that stop? You're gonna break it. Don't touch it anymore. So what kind of boot is this? This is K2. Oh. This is the K2 Taro to my. Um, are these mine? No, they they are to mine, not yours. Where are mine? You don't. Ha I have the boots. I need boots. The boots are there. Um, and what, uh, over th you're lying. <laughs> no, they're He's over lying there. to the audience. No, There's boots no over boots over here. Um, Chris, do you have any interest in a snowboard smartwatch? Do you have any interest in smart watches at all? Uh, and I'm talking do the I watches. Do I have any interest in snowboarding? Is the question. Well, I'm yes, th I do. Do you have a smartwatch that counts your steps? Uh, no. Do you care? Would you care I about have a it? Nixon watch? For tides I'm, and I, stuff. This is a question that I have for the for the for the audience at large. Wh no, smartwatch. Why? Like, why? You want to know how fast you went? You want to know how much vertical? How many? Is it just like another thing to think about? Are you, I mean, I don't get. It. I like people. I just. I want oh. someone to tell me what. Like, what does a smartwatch I'll do? You, I'll tell you. It's some people find it fun and exciting to know what they did that day. Oh, I, I snowboarded down ten thousand vertical feet. I went this fast. So you're using this in addition to the 70 posts and the shitty GoPro footage you have? Yeah. People like gear. It's like a trifecta of, Todd, ugh. You just talked about boots for a while. Some people okay. like to talk about boots, I know, right? smartwatches, gloves, goggles, beanies, the whole deal. And, you know, people like to count their steps. I understand that. Like, if, yeah. you, if you were trying to work on a thing and you need to get in a certain amount of steps a day. But, like, what did you do seven years ago? Well, I just, like, when I look down... And my belly is covering my penis. <laughs> I know I've gone too far, and I need to start doing some sit-ups and running some stairs. And you need a watch to tell you that. And I need a watch to tell me when my See, penis will when be visible I was, again. When I was okay? growing up, and maybe when I was a kid. maybe you too, um, we didn't have a watch to tell us to take steps. We had something called bullying. And the bullying, chase, people would chase, the bullies would chase you and they would also this tell you. why he's like this. This is why I was I bullied know. my whole and growing up. I don't up. think it's funny. I think bully, bullies were the original fitness coach. And to all you Todd Hot Richards take. bullies out there, you fat fucks, where are you now? I didn't say that. Huh? You can't just bully bullies. Oh, and in other <laughs> Wait, news. What? I can't? In other news, I love snowboard cross. 
I love said this last week. I'm saying it again. I watched another snowboard cross race. I freaking love it, dude. I wish that it got more shine. I wish that we could have. I wish we could get the slope style dudes in and and like like these big comment like like Canon uh, Canon Cummins or like Austin Sweeten or the dudes that we look Travis Rice the dudes that Sweeten would the dudes that we think of as incredibly gnarly free riders that have balls of steel. Right. I'm looking for that. Or breasts of steel. Because, you know what I mean? Did you have a comment you wanted to read? No, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what this means. You know, you can, maybe you can decipher this for me. Okay. Did you hear about Wheeler Hasberg winning the Dominican Republic QSWSL? Bullies yeah. suck. What's that mean? Is he a bully? No. Not at all. He's the nicest kid out. What they're saying is, if Todd, if you've been paying attention to the show, like this person obviously is, well, they they weren't because we did talk about Wheeler winning the contest in Surf News, but then we were just talking about bullying. So that tells me this person came in late. Mm. I'm not trying to bully them. Thank you for coming in at all. I didn't say I like bullies. No, it's a two-pronged comment. It oh. said, Wheeler won, which we talked about. Rewind, go to Surf News. You'll hear about it. And also, P.S. Bullies suck, and I agree. Bullies are the worst. Okay. Anyway, do you have any other news? Um, not regarding snowboarding, other than I'm going to be in Copper. That's I'm right. Gonna snowboard at least once. If you guys are going to be in and around Colorado, um, I'd like you to come up to us and tell us what you like and what you don't like about the podcast, and we will ignore it. Cool. And we'll continue doing things the way that we do them because we are stuck in a rut. What? We just released the best podcast ever last week, okay. and this one's really good, too. All right, go. What, what do we have now? We're moving Nerd on news to Nerd News. brought to you by New Greens. Nerd News by New Greens. Todd, the Super Bowl happened yesterday. Did you watch it? I watched the Deadpool 3 trailer. <laughs> That's all you got from the whole Super Bowl. Kind of. Um, I didn't really... You know what I did is I actually... I was eating dinner, and I feel like my, my relationship with Super Bowls is I like to come in at the fourth quarter... Like five minutes left, and then I pick a team to root for. Okay, well the Chiefs won. Who cares? Were you were you trying to? Were you voting for? Were you rooting for the 49ers? No, I mean I wasn't. I wanted the 49ers to win. I wasn't that invested. It's like a California thing. I had a nice time. I had like the neighbors over to the house, and there was a bunch of food. And I think that's to me that's the best part of the Super Bowl. The game's cool. It's fun to watch when you're when you have some. You know, we we did squares where you bet on the squares. My son won a hundred dollars, which I might have to tax. I lost $40 to my brother. A great time was had by all. Everyone ate. Um, the commercials were pretty good this year. To me, my favorite commercial was Aubrey Plaza, the Mountain Dew Baja Blast commercial, low-key Parks and Rec reunion, and also the Nerds Clusters commercial because you know I'm a Nerds Cluster enthusiast, and they explained in that commercial how Nerd Clusters are made. Aren't they just leftover Nerds rope? No. <laughs> it's not? <laughs> Oh my god, you're stupid. Why am I stupid? That's ridiculous. Nerds clusters just like a leftover nerds rope. That's ridiculous. It's like the ends. Right. That's right. Because no, they're three hundred and sixty degrees of nerds over a gummy center. Right. Nerd rope would if it just you cut it up, there would be open ends. Okay, so what So are nerds clusters are the same thickness of the cord of the nerd rope, yeah. but they're fully covered a sphere. Uh, oval of nerds. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of like a cat turd you can eat. You know what I mean? Doesn't it seem like a cat turd that maybe was rolled around in some of those aquarium rocks? There you go. See, look. 
Look, you know there's you know well, the little, the, you know the colored rock that you have in your, your aquarium as a kid. And look, once you get the leftovers in the bag, guess what those are? Nerds. Mm. Yeah, I do like this. They're great. Um, so let's talk about Taylor Swift. Love her. I love her. Do you think there was too much focus on Taylor Swift during their? Skin? No, no, no. I think that. The fact that Taylor Swift got involved with the NFL via Travis Kelsey this year um, made or helped bring in a huge new demographic. Um, Swifties are super fun. They are down to party. They like to have a good time. I watched a bunch of videos leading up to the Super Bowl about Swifties party planning and the Swiftie party planning for the Super Bowl looked way better than any of the you know, like other party stuff I saw. And Swifties can be men and women. I consider myself a low-key uh, folklore-era Swifty. So you're like a Swiffer. No, I'm just like, you know, I'm just, I'm not like outwardly a Swifty, but I just have some Swifty tendencies. Folklore-era, this is me trying my favorite song. Um, I think it's cool, you know. I'm not like a huge Travis Kelsey fan. He's got very douchey vibe he did have a kind of a weird like leather <laughs> outfit on that he wore the funny thing to me is like, like what they wear to the game from the to go from their house or the plane to the stadium yeah it's like a, it's it's a big like deal a, it's like a fashion walk yeah it's like a yeah it's a catwalk but anyway uh no i think i think it's cool you know i think that it just makes it fun it's like if P, if you get triggered and annoyed by seeing taylor swift who is the most famous person on the planet, like you're doing life wrong. Um, There's something wrong. I, I get it if you don't like her music, her politics, or whatever. But if it if it makes you upset that they show her on your screen for 15 seconds, there's something wrong with you. Can we like, talk? Don't let, let that upset you. Let's talk about There's other problems in the world. I feel like the commercials have fallen off. I feel like back in the day. Like maybe even back in like the early like teens, like 2014, 2015. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite Super Bowl commercial of all time that I that I think I've ever seen is the it's 2014. I was reminded of this this morning. It's this Radio Shack commercial where the Radio Shack guys said, "Hey, the 80s someone called. calls the 80s called. They want their radio show back." And it's like every 80s icon takes. A, it's like the amount of like coordinating. It's like the you know. Yeah. It's like the Super Bowl of like of 80s stardom. I don't know. I just think that's kind of cool. It's like when they when they you can tell a lot of effort and a lot of coordinating went into the commercial. It's not just like some CG commercial or something. Yeah. I think that's that. I think also like it was it was unexpected back then. You know, you just and now it's there's so much hype around the commercials that you have such high expectations for them, but I like, like I said, I like the Mountain Dew Baja Blast commercial. It's good. What else you got? Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, what? I, I there was a big debate at my house with the people there watching the Super Bowl party. Some people loved Usher at halftime. I thought he was great. Some people did not care for it. So the halftime show got mixed reaction. I was like Usher, but you know, okay, so this, Usher. I found out something about this Usher thing. Apparently, the it's either Usher is about to do a residency at the sphere, the sphere, okay. and it was all tied into that. It wasn't so much of them choosing the halftime performer based yeah. on 
anything other than we need to promote this for inside Vegas tourism. Okay, oh, that makes sense. So, which is I, wh think, I think that's kind of whack. Well, historically, these artists you have to pay to play the Super Bowl. Right. So Usher might have just came up with the best thing ever. Las Vegas Tourism Board, in the Sphere, pays for him to perform at the Super Bowl, promoting his potential residency. Meanwhile, myself included, I'm sure millions and millions of other people are on Spotify and iTunes this morning buying Usher songs because love in this club is a freaking hammer. <laughs> so good congratulations, Usher. You just killed it. And uh, Ludacris was there. Lil John was there. It was awesome. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation announced today the nominees. For Remember, this is the Rock and Roll, rock and roll Hall of Fame. Emphasis on rock and roll. Mary Not J. the R&B Hall of Fame. Mariah Carey. What? Wait, what? Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey. Mariah Cher, Carey? Dave Matthews. You know, when I think of rock and roll, I think Mariah Carey. What the fuck? Eric B. and Rakim. Foreigner. Okay, now we're talking. Frampton. Peter Frampton. Now we're talking. Jane's Addiction. Kind of new, but pretty sweet. Cool in the gang all day. Lenny Kravitz. Nothing against Lenny Kravitz personally. A couple good songs, but he, well, he, Hall of Fame? He belongs on this a lot. More than some of these other artists. Oasis. The singer of Oasis, Liam Gallagher, said, fuck the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Good acceptance speech. Sinead O'Connor. Proper. P posthumously. Post posthumously. Ozzy Osbourne. Now, how is Ozzy Osbourne not yeah, already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? that's fucking weird, dude. Sade. Sade. Is she Rock and Roll? She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, but like... But this if I'm but if I'm criticizing Mariah Carey and Mary J. Blige, I kind of got to put Sade in that. Even though Sade is one of my top five all time, artists. I just I get I get tripped out on this, and I, and I mean, it's just call I it just, the Music Hall of Fame. Yeah, like if you're, is there's an R and B Hall of Fame too, right? Uh, I don't know. I think there is. I think right? they should even call it the Music Hall of Fame, and that will solve this. But what, what grinds my gears, and it really doesn't. This is of no consequence to me. It's kind of just fun to talk about. So those are all the bands that are nominated this year. Here are the bands that were nominated and just kind of forgotten about. You might have heard of some of these bands. The Smiths. Joy Division, New Order. White Stripes. The Replacements. The Cult. Soundgarden. These are bands that are not in the Rock Hall of Fame. That are not nominated this year. Dude, I was listening to... It's I, bullshit. I, the Cult Love is like one of those... Do you think the Cult should be in the Rock Hall of Fame? Fuck yes, I do. Okay. I think Whoa. that... I Dude. think... I, listening to that, like that, cult. that Cult album, Love, has such a unique sound. Like there's, there hasn't, there's not any other bands that I think sound like the Cult when they were hitting in the early 80s. Yeah. It's so really, good. it's so crazy. Just like I was sitting there listening to it and being like hypercritical and really like l like listening, listening to the music, not just the overall experience, but like picking it apart. Okay. And dude, the cult, like th their sound is like yeah, it's so like strange compared to everything else that was happening at that time. Right. Which I think is awesome. Fully agree. Fully agree. Okay, we've got questions. 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 You've got answers. We, wait, we've got an You've got questions. We've got answers. This way that I can access the questions that are actually happening on on your Instagram. On my Instagram. Okay, I've got so some to cool. start. 
Pitchell, Pitchell, we were with Pitchell in Japan. Pitchell's question is, tell us, ooh, tell us more about the Moro posts from yesterday. I don't know what you're talking about. What's in the cooker? So Moro posted something. I don't, Interesting. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, it's on the internet. You can go on the Instagram and look for yourself. Okay, I will. Jeez. Moro snowboards. Hank Martin. Hank Martin says, nerd news question. Have you watched the trippy sci-fi show Scavenger's Reign on HBO? No, is it new? I don't know. That's Scavenger's sick. Reign. Scavenger Reign. I'm going to check that out. I wonder if that's like a video game thing. I, um, last night, I sat down to watch... Um, True Detective? The newest episode of True Detective. I didn't do it because I was really tired, but right. I can't wait. I was too tired. It's too tired. You can't wait to watch the new episode? I know. I, 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 I need to catch up a little bit. Okay, we got more. I got more questions over here. Um, Keep going. Here's one from DC Jones. What up, DC? Chris, Todd, would you rather make out with a bum or lick Rosie O'Donnell's armpit? Jesus Christ. I'll go with Rosie O'Donnell. You trying to get us canceled, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this O'Donnell. question is for uh, from Mitchell Salazar. He, he is a co-host of an awesome podcast called The Lineup with uh, with David, with Dave from WSL. Uh, is the Seaside Tsunami growing after Wheeler's first QS win? Yes, it is, because Wheeler Hasberg is a citizen of the world. You know, Sayulita... Uh, Canada, but he is a hometown hero right here at Seaside Reef. So yes, the Seaside Tsunami is alive and well with our guy Wheeler. Um, we have a question from uh, Midwest Chomper Ryan Paul, who was there this weekend putting yes. on an absolute what up, Ryan demo. He the question is Todd. WTF happened this weekend? Well, Ryan, you were a part of something phenomenal for um, the St. Paul scene. And I just think it's awesome. And I hope we get to go back there again next year. Ryan Paul is so sick. sick. Devin Curran says, what's your favorite 1620 workwear item of clothing? Devin Curran is a perfect example of a guy who should have 1620 workwear. He, you know, he works in a refrigerator, like commercial refrigerator repair. Okay. So he needs good gear. Um, If it's raining and like stormy and shady out, I have these very thick 1620 workwear pants. Normal daily wear, um, they're like a stretchy pair of pants, like polyester blend that I wear all the time that are great. 1620 makes awesome stuff, and I love my high-vis jacket. Um, ooh, Robert Pirazzini coming through with a question. What is it? Bar up or bar down on the lift? I'm a bar down guy. Bar down. But not only because I don't love heights and I like to have something in front of me, but also... Dude, you put your feet on there. It's like dude, they're used to chilling. I don't know how many of you out there remember the old Millicent lift at Brighton. It was a double chair, and Mill- the Millie lift has like a fairly high off the ground section about three quarters of the way up. Scary. And it used to be this shitty double chair that like the bar was very uncomfortable to have down, so you kind of didn't put it down. Why was it like too close? It was just kind of like too close and like clunky. Dude, put it down. And then, dude, that section where you would go, oh, I would be clutching the the yeah. center bar so hard. Do you think the bar up thing is kind of like someone flexing a little bit? Like, no, I think people don't want to. They don't want to bother other people to put the bar down. Oh, I'll bother everybody. 
I'm putting the bar down. It's a great place to. You want to be on the lift with me? Bar's down. Thanks, mm-hmm. Robert. Hanali, Hanali, what's up, Hanali? Two questions. What are your opinion on what is your opinions on writing moguls, and what's the best advice on writing pow for a beginner? Chris, let me take that one. Um, I think moguls I'm are a beginner. A, I think moguls are a lost art. Um, I like to call them fun bumps. Wait, you like those? Yeah, they're fun bumps. Seriously? They're just bumps. They're like the. Uh, it's like mountain acne, and sometimes you know if you just have a different kind of a view on those, um, and you know just to uh, to like incorporate them. spy optics in this, rumor has it that there's a event coming by spy optics pretty soon called Thunderdomes, which will be a timed mogul event. Sick. So if you guys, Andy Hetzel, the reigning world mogul champion on snowboards, might be time to dust off the old ACL MCLs. And get out there and participate in Thunderdomes. Now, I try to avoid moguls at all costs. I think you need Do to. Do not like moguls. I think you need to embrace moguls. No. I won't. The second question was powder riding for beginners, which I'm a beginner powder rider. And I would say before you go on a trip where you think you might be riding powder, make sure to get that back leg, whatever stance you are. Get that back leg activated. Do some like squats, some stretches. Get that thing ready because it is going to burn. Mm-hmm. And that's my tip. Well, that's you different. have a tip. You're writing your powder. third leg burning is usually uh, what you complain about. Fart. I think there's people smoking crack out here. Really? Oh, maybe no, no, no. They're just talking. They're just walking their dog. And even if they were, it's the free country. It's cool. John yeah. Cavar- John Quarta says. Question for today's show. I'm going to Japan in late March, and I'm looking for some suggestions. What was your favorite place to snowboard in Japan, and what was your favorite non-snowboarding activity? Well, John, you got to head up Mint Tours. Like, I don't think I think he would he would lead with him going with Mint Tours. Well, I'm just telling you, hit up Mint Tours. Hit up Mint Tours. But I will like, say I don't know where you're going. If you're going in, what do you say, mid March? Yeah, late March. Late March. So late March starts to become like this the springy time in Japan, which doesn't mean it won't snow, but the snow will be a little bit heavier. If you're going um, to the main island, um, there's Hakuba's got there's such fun spring riding in Japan. The parks are always going off. They tend to do a lot of really fun like transition parks and, and the, the natural terrain there. Is it like more groomer than powder? Mm, it's kind of just like, it's like naturally, naturally flowing terrain. There's a lot of like, this is where like the whole holy bowly thing and like those moonscape terrain parks kind of originated in Japan. Interesting. And they do a lot of those and it's very trendy there now. So you're going to yeah. have a great time and you could get a mega dump, but more likely than not, it'll probably be like, 40 degrees out and hot pow if it does snow. Yeah. But it's still so fun. Yeah. Uh, and my fa- my personal favorite non-snowboarding thing to do in Japan is just walk around. Any any little town, any city you're in in Japan, you just walk around and that's the best. You know, you eat, you go into shops, you just meet people. It's so fun. Everything about Japan is awesome. That's my favorite I fully non-snowboarding agree. thing. Um, do we have any more? Yeah. Assorted Surf Picks says... Who is your pick? Who are your picks to win at the WSL at Sunset Beach? The Hurley Pro Sunset Beach. Sunset. John John is a threat at Sunset always. Always, always, yeah, always. Yeah, but Baron Mamiya has won out there in the past. I'm going to say, let's make a, let's make a, uh, 
for the men, make a pick that you wouldn't expect, like an underdog pick. Jordy. Jordy Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go Callum Robson. Okay. I think Callum Robson is just underrated. The, the reason that I picked Jordy yeah. is because if Sunset is big and burly, Jordy is himself big and big burly. And burly okay. So I could see him riding that but, with power. Have you seen Callum's legs? No. They're Good. Fantastic. Good looking legs. Strong. Strong legs. Wow, tree trunks. Um, before we get any further. Uh, women, Katie Simmers. Okay, yeah. Easy. Um, I was just going to say uh, a shout out to Raglan Surf Report for their latest video. Uh, Luke Cederman put out a a training a training video that I think is is it's funny, incredible huh? with Billy Stairman. It's it's the funniest freaking thing. Th- those guys. I hope I hope that they get like someone recognizes the comedic genius that is Luke Cederman. It's so good. Yeah. It's so so good. Okay. I agree. Danny right. Caputo says, how tall does Todd weigh? And what color is the number seven? This is an inside joke. That's some like straight acid shit. Straight acid. Uh, listen, listen, I'm going to go. We're going to stop this. We've been going. We've been droning on too long. This is already great. Too much of a good thing. We don't want to burn the marshmallow. Um, we'll be here next week. We'll be here next week. Uh, we got all kinds of fun stuff coming up and get outside and enjoy, enjoy the snow if you're there. And if you're on the, if you're in the Northeast, this Nor'easter is coming. It's coming Buy the milk and the bread right now. Uh, and just get, pray for snow because you're probably going to get it. Yeah. All right. Peace out. everybody. Thank you. Bye. And that is how we make the donut.